From Portland, Oregon, this is the Jewish Review Podcast. I'm Rock and Roll. Coming up this episode, Sukkot is the time of year to dwell, eat, and even sleep in a sukkah. So it's only fitting that we podcast in one as well. I met with Scott McKinley, a sukkah builder extraordinaire who has built Sukkot for congregations and individuals throughout the area and has developed a distinctive approach to building Sukkot along the way. We chat about Sukkot, both the holiday and the structures that give it its name, and the special meaning that takes on for him. Hag Sameha, a good holiday to you all. Stay with us. The Jewish Review podcast is presented by the Jewish Federation of Greater Portland and its women's philanthropy, presenting Impact with television journalist Juju Chang, Thursday, November 16th at the Middleman Jewish Community Center. Join like-minded women to make a profound impact on the Jewish community locally, in Israel, and around the world. For more information or to register, visit jewishportland.org slash 2024impact. And now, here's Scott McKinley. Scott McKinley, welcome to the Jewish Review Podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. So, tell me about your Jewish journey. Well, that's a tale. I am a Jew by choice, and it's been a long journey. I married a woman who had four Jewish grandparents, and we had two children, raised two children together. So I came to it really via my children as they became interested. I rejected Christianity, and I found it wonderful that there were a, there was a people that recognized the cycle of the seasons. So I was at a Tubishvat, New Year of the Trees, um, which to me is the other side of the year, in some sense, to Sukkot. And I thought, wow, these people know something about how the world moves. I'm a landscape gardener. I watch plants through the seasons. And so my coming, my return to Shuba was gradual, and it was assisted by two rabbis here in town. And I formally embraced, that's what we call it, mm-hmm. in 1997. And even before that, I started with the Sukkot. With the Sukkot. Tell me, what is Sukkot? And give me the, to to paraphrase Hillel, give me the standing on one leg answer. Well, it's one of the harvest festivals, one of the three harvest festivals. And it's the emergence out of the days of awe, the high holy days, into the joy of being and being with nature. And it's autumn. One of the beauties of the lunar calendar in Judaism is it adjusts to being somewhat in line with the solar calendar. So we know it's always going to be in the fall. So it's a fall time. And what do we have? We have the cool air. We have the starting towards winter. We have the harvest of so many things. It's a time to be out in your shelter and as much as you choose to. In the sukkah. In the sukkah. And for listeners to know, we are, we are in a sukkah in the moment. Tell me about where we're at right now. 
Well, we're at the um, a community garden here in Portland uh, that sits on a, a slope and is surrounded by forest. And we're in a sukkah, in, actually in my garden plot. How did you, how did you build the sukkah? Well, <clears throat> the first time I built here, so the story goes, I had some materials left over from helping build another sukkah. And I learned that I could make one in a triangle shape. It should have three walls. A triangle has three walls. And so I came here and set my posts and constructed my sukkah. And I loved it. And I understand you've built a, a number of other Sukkot around town. Oh, yes. Yes, many, many. I help with maybe a half a dozen each year. Yes. And I was first, I should say, drawn to it by the invitation of a dear friend to help build a, a sukkah at her home for the congregation of Paneor. And that happened in the 90s. So how did your approach to building sukkahs or sukkot evolve to, to where it's at now? Well, that's quite a question. We begin with go out in the wilderness, hack some brush, bring it back, tie it into a bower, and dwell on it. And so that first year, I cut down a cherry tree for a customer. I'm a landscape gardener. I have ready access to material. And I cut down a cherry tree and hauled it to the backyard, and we built a structure from that. The thing is, is that my parents loved wilderness, and my mother was a very dedicated student of Ikebana. Now, Ikebana comes from the Japanese tradition, and it has an idea of arrange plants as they grow. And I didn't necessarily start with that, but that's how I've evolved. I suddenly realized about 20 years ago, what a thing to cut foliage and arrange it as it grows. And so that's the essence of what you might call the style I embrace, is the walls can be plant material that seems to have gathered around us. The roof can be chopped, things, but the walls as they, as they grow. And then this sukkah is a home-size sukkah. But I've been building Sukkot for years in dedication to the idea that there should be a congregation-size sukkah, 18, 20, 24, more or less, uh, square, rectangle, whatever, so that the Torah can be brought out and the congregation can be gathered for services. Why is it so important to you that the, the sukkah embraces the, the landscape around it? Well, it makes it more appealing and more desirable to be in it if the landscape around it is appealing. And in the setting that I brought you here today, it's almost the quintessential. I mean, I can imagine other places, but this has the forest around it. It has slope. You can see the sky in all directions. And it's away from the bustle and traffic of the urban life. We have, all of us, 
have roots in being with nature. And this, this makes me quiver with the idea of I'm in keeping with my ancestors. Tell me more about the, the, the feelings that come up for you when you spend time in a sukkah, particularly a sukkah like this one that is so deeply connected to the landscape around it. Well, I feel comfortable and home here and, and at ease. And I will say there have been some years when the sun has shined on the floor of the sukkah in the afternoon and a nap is hard to not take. I love having the sukkah here because of the access for other people, my friends who also garden in the, in the garden, and for the opportunity to bring people not only to a sukkah but to a garden. What is it about Sukkot as a, as a festival, as a holiday, that, that draws you in personally as a Jew, particularly someone who has come to Judaism later in life? I'm not encumbered by unpleasant experiences in my childhood of Judaism, and the essence of, and the essence of Sukkot is joy. Just that's it, joy. The other thing is, is that I actually, I'm kind of with Steve McQueen, although I wouldn't say it exactly that way. I'd rather be outside than inside if I had a choice. I like to be where the air is moving. I like to be where I can hear the sounds of, of birds and other creatures. So the essence of Sukkot is I'm being outside. I'll tell you a little story. One year, I was shown how the racquetball courts at the Jewish Community Center reverberate so that it's a great place to utter sound. It's not a great place to speak language and understand each other, but it's a great place for sound to move. And one year, this was Havra Shalom, which is also a congregation that I have participated in, and chose to have services the Friday in between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. We had been dwelling with our thoughts about our what we'd done for the year and what we were looking forward to in the future. It was a very inward time. It's a time in temple. And we went even deeper. We went into the racquetball courts. No windows. Underground. And then we came out for Sukkot. It was, it's like a sauna and then being in fresh water or something. It was wonderful. And the other piece is when we journeyed in our story, we crossed the sea and journeyed. We were outside. We had to make our life with what we found and be outside. And so many people mostly live outside. And most all of us probably did more of that as our, our ancestors. So it's to be outside. Scott McKinley, thank you for joining us on the Jewish Review Podcast. My pleasure. That's it for this episode of the Jewish Review Podcast. An enormous thank you to Scott McKinley and Rabbi Lori Rutenberg of Gesher 
for helping the podcast celebrate the season properly. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice to help others find our show and click subscribe to get our latest episode every two weeks. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please reach out by email to editor at jewishportland.org. The Jewish Review Podcast is a production of the Jewish Federation of Greater Portland. Special thanks to Daniel Berger. Our theme music is by Isaac Joel. I'm Rocky Roll. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, all the best. Thank you.